Uh, I'm not convinced by this camera sometimes, you know. Hi, it's me again. I thought I'd have a little wander around today because, well, I was passing. Basically, this is one of my favourite places in the whole world. It's on the outskirts of Malden. And I was off on a meeting and uh, I was passing. So I thought I'd come and have a look. Because I used to come down here a lot as a kid. I grew up around here. I used to come down every Saturday morning, do fishing in the canal, never catch nothing. It got me out of the house, I guess, didn't it? And it's better than sitting in the office because they've got the news on with the budget and everything. And that's a load of rubbish, isn't it? But um, yeah, quite enjoy making these. I'm glad I stopped here though. I was going to do it in the car on the way home again. And all I get is grief off you lot that the camera don't pick me up properly or I shouldn't be talking while driving. Now, at least I can talk while walking today, eh? But I do like it down here. It's nice though. Have a look around. I'll turn you around. Hold on. Pretty, isn't it? Pretty. I used to come down here a lot. Walked my dog down here before uh, I had to give it to my ex, obviously. But uh, yeah, well, I quite like making these every day. It just keeps it quite current, doesn't it? And loads of positive comments on yesterday's one in the kitchen, even though I never did finish making that salad. Got it for lunch today. But I'm glad. I'm glad you enjoyed. So I've got a few things we can talk about again, and then I'll go through some more of your comments. And uh, yeah, just do what what we've been doing, eh? So what's the first story I've got? I have to get them on the phone today, because obviously obviously not in the office or in the kitchen or the car. BBC's licence fee explained as fee evasion reaches new high. Have a sit on the old canal door, canal gate, I don't even know what they're called. But yeah, evasion rates are high at the minute. They are high. And because of the Lineker thing, loads of people are cancelled for that. And as I said yesterday, uh, those people that cancelled in protest in support of Gary Lineker, What's going to happen now if they, if they don't play by the rules or they don't reinstate their license and they don't, you know, if they don't know the rules? I think there's going to be some horror stories in a few months' time of people being prosecuted. Now, these people that just cancelled in protest may forget to reinstate it or whatnot. And yeah, there's going to be some horror stories now. Maybe the BBC will use that as PR to, to keep enforcing the narrative that we have to pay the bloody license fee. I could see it. Can you? But yeah, evasion rates are high, and the good thing about high evasion rates is that's where you get change. In the countries where they've changed the TV licence fee, it's been done because of high evasion rates. And it can go one of two ways. So it can either be scrapped off completely to appease public opinion, or they turn it into a tax or a broadband levy or something like that, which is what the BBC want. The BBC really want that. But maybe this whole debacle, it's so in debate at the minute. Everything to do with the BBC is massively in debate at the minute. Yeah, maybe maybe it's the change. I never thought it would be Lineker that affected the change. That's interesting. <laughs> it is interesting, isn't it? Let's have a walk around. I don't want to get too muddy because I've still got to do this meeting and it is a bit on the old muddy side around here. But if you ever pass in the Malden area, this is just past the Museum of Power on the road up to the A12. Well, I've come down and have a look. It's nice down here. It is nice down here. Right, what's the next story we've got? Culture Minister suggests TV licence losing support among public. It is. People who have never thought of cancelling their TV licence, just thought it was a thing that you had to do as mandatory, are cancelling. I'm getting contacted by more and more people every day. Oh, I want to go down there. There's a nice weir down there. It's worth looking at. Look. 
And I can't really risk that. Can't really risk that in my nice shoes when I've got a meeting to go to. So yeah, no. Come on, come back round here. Good camera, good camera. I'm not convinced about the face tracking thing on this camera, you know. But yeah, more and more people are contacting me. You know, I run tvlicensestop.co.uk. I get loads of emails from people that now want to know what they can do to not pay the BBC in protest. But a lot of them are shocked when you say you can't watch anything as it's being broadcast and not use BBC iPlayer. They just think, oh, just don't watch the BBC and I don't have to pay. Sadly, I don't work like that. So, yeah, this is what worries me. What worries me in the future about these people that cancelled out a protest. It really does worry me. VOD revenues to overtake satellite in two years in Western Europe, research suggests. Now, VOD's video on demand, so Netflix, Amazon Prime, all that. And they reckon in two years' time, the revenues for that are going to surpass satellite broadcast revenues. It is the future of telly, isn't it? It is where TV's going. Broadcast TV, they're saying something about... I remember reading it the other week, that broadcast TV like through the airwaves, is going to be dead by mid-2030s. They're just going to turn it off. Because you won't need it. Everything's going to come off the internet, isn't it? And Sky now, I think Sky's got a new box. You can get Sky. They're just, I think it's just a rebadge now TV box, isn't it? But a new box where you can get Sky just over in broadband. That's the way it's going. Video on demand is the way it's going isn't it? I like being able to watch whatever I want to watch whenever I want to watch it why do I want to wait till Thursday at 7 from the favourite show to come on hang on I'm going to let these people go he's going oh, I just thought that was interesting what did it say two years did it say yeah within two years so it's going to affect Sky as well Sky's going to have to do something isn't it? I think that's why they got that new that new internet streaming box well I think it's just a rebadge now TV box I not really looked at it yeah this one you lot sent me loads loads today i must have had 50 emails from you brilliant people about this one look heartless i called cops to stop nasty bbc hounding my missing daughter for tv license fee says claudia lawrence's mum so claudia lawrence is a lady that's sadly been missing for 14 years the disappearance sparked a murder murder probe and she disappeared in york and her, her mum's kept the cottage or the house, wherever it was that she lived in, as a tribute to her, kept it as it was. Fish never knows she could come back. Could happen, couldn't it? So she's kept it like that, but she's still getting hounding TV license letters. You know, the scary threatograms that we all get in her daughter, missing daughter's house. It's got a sting. That's got to hurt, isn't it? And she sees a letter addressed to her and then opens it and sees a threatogram. And she's tried to contact TV licensing, nothing shows, because all the, all the emails are. All the letters, sorry, they're all automated, aren't they? So she's trying to do that, and they haven't stopped. She's gone to the police, trying to get it done, still haven't stopped. Now it's in the paper, I think I think you will get it stopped now. But yeah, it's pretty bad. And I might do a full, once I've read up everything on it, because I'm just on my lunch break, well, I haven't had a chance to do a lot today. And once I've read up properly on it, I think I will do a separate video, separate video for that, because it's got to be upsetting for the mum. You can't imagine what she's gone through. I mean, she's getting letters addressed to her daughter, opens them up. <laughs> We're in the final stages of our investigation. That's what you need when you've got a missing daughter, isn't it? The One Show fans can't believe Anna Rice's real age as iconic 90s hit returns. 
Yeah, Anika Rice is coming back with Challenge Anika. It's quite a good show, and it's going to be on ITV. So if you don't pay the telly license, you can actually watch it because you, not as it's been broadcast, obviously, but you can watch it on uh, ITVX. Is it ITVX now? ITV, that thing that ITV have, you'll be able to watch it on there. Quite a lighter. How old did they say she was on here? Hang on, where was it? Anika, 65. So, I mean, I wouldn't say she's looking brilliant, but she, does she look 65? I'll put a picture on the screen, have a look. You tell me if you think she looks 65. But that is just TV all over now, though, isn't it? There's no new ideas for anything. No new ideas for anything at all. It's all just rehashes of old. So I said before, I sit in the office, and there are younger people in my office sometimes I have to share with, sadly. I do mean sadly. And we take it in turns to have the radio or the telly on, whatever. And when the younger people, it's their turn to put the radio on. Uh, awful. It's awful. But then I recognise like half the songs because they were songs from when I was coming up, but been rehashed. Rehashed. There was one I quite like. It was Nicki Minaj. She's remixed Super Freak by Rick James. That was quite good. Like that. All right, Rick James was before my time, but I always prefer the original one to that. But yeah, it's... When they're rehashing, like, Informer by Snow, that was one of them that got rehashed. And I'm thinking, God, that was... What year did that come out? Like, 96, something like that. I was a teenager. I was hanging about down here with a bottle of 2020 and 10 Red Band. Unless I was feeling flush. And it was 10 Lambert and Butler. You know, show off to my girlfriend, Laura, while hanging about down here at night over the fields and everything. Miss that. Those were the days. Too many responsibilities. Now, I'm going to have a mortgage to pay soon. My first ever mortgage, hopefully, if that goes through. Right, did I pick anything else to, uh, to talk about today? Let's have a look. Oh, Jeremy Kai on, is it Talk TV he's on? Yeah, Talk TV. My father-in-law spent seven hours on a trolley in a strike-hit hospital. It will stay with me forever, reveals Jeremy Kyle. I think we've all got horror stories, haven't we, about the NHS? Let's put that in there. We've all got a horror story about the NHS. All had a bad experience with the NHS, either ourselves or a family member or a close friend. But for all the bad things, it's better than not having it, right? It's better than not having it. I mean, because I spent so much time in Spain, I couldn't really get away with using the EHIC thing. So I had to take out Spanish health insurance. It was 80 euros a month when I was there. 80 euros a month because I don't get state health care. All right, granted, you pay more than that here for your, what's it called? Um, what's the thing called? National insurance. Yeah, you pay more than that for your national insurance, don't you? But I don't know. I, I've, I've had problems with it. I've had some real problems with it. My, my dad, when he was, before he was diagnosed with his cancer, he, uh, he went to the doctor because he just thought it was a problem with his throat, right? And the doctor gave him some medication to, to close down the swelling that he thought he was in his throat. And there's like a one in a million side effects of this medication. So the doctor didn't think nothing of it. And the old man's been taking the medication. And one day he just disappeared. My old man, gone, disappeared. Three days he was gone, three days. We found him in the end. And well, he, he found us in the end. And it, this medication had given him full and complete amnesia. Didn't know his own name. So he woke up, he was, we were living in the pubs at the time. He was spending the weekend in the house. He was having his weekend off. And he woke up with complete amnesia, got in a car and just drove up to North in his car. And then he stayed in the travel lodge, according to his credit card, 
receipt. And then he woke up again in the morning, still didn't know who he was, and started going through a wallet because he, he was talking to him and he didn't think it was his wallet. So he wanted to return it to the rightful owner. So he drove back down to the south and he was knocking on the door of the person, like the driving license. It was his driving license, he was knocking on his own door. No one's answering because no one was him, was they? It was him. So he handed himself into the local police station and they phoned me up and they said, we found your father. I'm like, oh God, it's been three days. Is he all right? Like, yeah, he's all right, but we need to tell you something. I, said, oh, I ain't got time for that. Flew down to the police station and uh, went in. They went, look, he doesn't, he won't know who you are. So I don't know how you want to play the game, but once you've picked him up, he's not our responsibility anymore, the police said. I said, oh, I'll get him taken to hospital. Don't worry, I'll get him taken to hospital. And I walked in. He just looked like a rabbit in the headlights. Just not, not the big boss old man I remember. And I went, you all right? He goes, yeah, I'm all right. I went, do you know who I am? And he goes, oh, you're one of them, ain't you? You're, you're one of the coppers. God, it's heartbreaking to hear that. And uh, I phoned my mum up. She was desperate to come in, but I said, look, you can't. I was, I was talking to him. We went out for a cigarette out the back of the police station. I was saying, you know, you've got a family and, and kids and that. He said, I don't want to see him. I can't see him. I, 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 can you imagine what you must be going the feet in the head? So we took him to the hospital, right? I took him to Broomfield Hospital in Chelmsford. Sat in the waiting room for a couple of hours. My mum's crying her eyes out three rows back. I'm sitting there with him. He thinks I'm a copper. Finally get in to see a doctor. And the doctor said, there's nothing we can do for him. We can't give him a bed or nothing. There's nothing really medically wrong with him. You'll have to take him home. I went, take him home? He doesn't have a home. He doesn't know who we are. I can't just start picking up a stranger who doesn't know who you are and having him kip in a bed with an old blonde woman. She probably wouldn't complain anymore, granted me mum. But I could not believe it. Could not believe it. So until my sister, and you don't mess with my sister, kicked right off that they admitted him. But they were going to send him home. But once they admitted him, they did some checks and they found out it was a reaction to the pills he was taking. And his memory came back in a couple of days' time. And then they diagnosed him with cancer. They did the operation. They looked after him well. I had no complaints after that. But that first initial bit... I found absolutely shocking. Take him home. He don't know who he is. Don't know who I am. I'm going to take him home. Yeah, that's an odd one. So I think we've all got a horror story then, Chess, but it's better to have it than not have it. Better to have it. It's there. It's there. Yeah, mind you, the waiting times, and that was a few years ago now. Gladly, I've only been admitted to hospital once. That was awful as well. That was, I had a private room for a while, and then they put me on a ward. But the medication they were giving me, I had to... I didn't know what end it was going to come out of like 50 times a day. So it was nice when I had a private room, but I was on a wall. I had to run across the wall. That was awful. Didn't like that. Anyway, let's cheer this up here. We've got one more story, I think, somewhere before my battery runs out. How are we doing for battery? UK beach branded worst place on earth with visitors warned to stay away. Have a guess. Have a guess what beach that could be. South End's City Beach. Now, I can't say I've ever been on South End City Beach. been on Clacton Beach a few times. Not too bad. But there's loads of TripAdvisor reviews slacking, absolutely slating South End Beach and South End in general, saying about drug problems. I do think there's... I'm, I'm not in that sphere, so I don't see drug problems that much. But you got, they've got public toilets there now, like robot public toilets. And you go in and there's like syringe bins and... Like there's syringe dispensers somewhere else in South End and stuff like that. So that's how you know there are drugs in the area, isn't it? I don't really see it because I don't look for it. I don't know what I'm looking for, do I? But I like South End. I like a seaside resort. I grew up, I was born in Clacton and then I moved to Malden just over there. I, don't, I won't tell you where I live now, but it's not either of those two. 
I love it. Love Clacton. I like it. Used to go to South End a lot when I first got a driving license. Like everyone in Essex, up and down. Got to do a couple of laps in the car. And I've got some great memories of the place. Going down, playing in the amusements. I still go and play in the amusements. I've got nothing to do on a Saturday and no one's around. I'll go and spend a couple of hours playing in the amusements, you know. Quite like that. But yeah, it's, I've seen, I've walked past the beach when it's been busy in South End. I've been on the beach in Clacton, loads and bother me. Well, it might just be stuck up people because there was a lot of staycations going on weren't there and all these people who normally go to Devon and Cornwall you know couldn't get down there or they priced out of it because everybody was doing it so they've had to go a bit more local so they're doing day trips in South End and then they're shocked that it doesn't look like Devon and Cornwall yeah sorry there's real people here but yeah don't mess with the seagulls I was down there when was I down there I think last time I went South End was October just went to go and play any amusements and have a walk about and I bought some chips and sat on the sat on the seawall bit by the beach as you do and all the birds not those kind of birds sadly little tweety birds and seagulls coming up I was like look I'll give you a chip in a minute let me finish what I want I'll give you a chip and then this little brown cute bird come hopping along the wall I went alright go on son have a little chip and then that was it it was like something out of a film just, just millions of birds I had to leave the chips and run away I was getting I was getting abused by the birds Right, well, it's ten past one. I've got to go back to work. Otherwise, I'll never go to that meeting. And I've got to get some mud off my shoes. But yeah, I, these cancellations, and it's getting bigger. And a lot of people are done with the BBC. It's interesting. I'm really enjoying it at the minute because this is what we've all been fighting for is for the BBC and the licence fee to go mainstream. Looks like a dogging car park down here. I don't know. I've never noticed that before. Have a look. Not that I would know, obviously. Sorry. Not that I would know, obviously, what a dogging car park looks like, obviously. Not really my thing. Do you think it does? Are you an enthusiast of that kind of activity? <laughs> Let me know in the comments below. Your favourite places in Essex today. <laughs> but yeah, every day now, there's loads of news about cancellations and the BBC. It's brilliant, isn't it? It's brilliant. I'm enjoying it at the minute. And uh, I don't know what's going to happen. Whether Tim Davies going to keep his job, there's a lot of talk about that. This whole Gary Lineker thing. Interesting, isn't it? Now let me know what you think about everything. And if you enjoyed this one, or should I stick to the kitchen and the car? Let me know. I'm a bit distracted somewhat, so it might not be my best work because I've got work to do. It's halfway through. So, what is it, 10 past one? Yeah, 10 past one. A busy day. You can't see the number plate on my car in that video, can you? No. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. If you enjoy this sort of thing, if you want me to walk about a bit more, there's loads of nice places I can walk about and show you. Let me know in the comments below. As always, thanks for watching. And don't forget to hit the subscribe button if you haven't already. Because that way, hopefully I'll see you in another video again soon. When I... Ta-da! I am beyond useless at this. And I just realised I've made quite a miserable video for one, but I haven't got time to fix that. And I forgot to do your comments. What's the point of saying I'm going to do your comments if I forget to do the comments? So let's do the comments. Only an observation. Who fitted your kitchen because the top units are positioned far too low? How do you prepare food in that tiny space? Someone needs to move them cupboards up higher. Can't move the cupboards up higher. It's a I'm, it made me look like a bit of a giant. That video yesterday in my kitchen, I noticed that. I can't move the, the cupboards up higher. One, because it's not my house, it's only rented. And it's got a really low ceiling, that's why it looks so big. And that did annoy me, the gap between the bottom cupboards and the top cupboards. I had to get a different microwave because the microwave wouldn't fit under there and there was nowhere else to put it. Oh, yeah. 
soz. Hopefully it won't be a problem soon because I've got a nice new modern kitchen in the new flat if it ever comes off. It's taking its time. Right, next. Thanks for your videos about the TV license. I'm just getting back to normal after being made homeless by a landlord who gave me a section 21. They wanted to double my rent. This happened to three of my neighbours. I'd been there 30 years. I got my first license letter a week ago. I don't watch live TV or record. So I'm not having a license. Your videos really help, so thanks. Blimey, mate. Blimey. Yeah, I'm sorry to hear that. Section 21, wanted to double your rent. That's madness. It's madness, isn't it? It's, uh, the rental market is an absolute joke at the minute. Now, I hope you found somewhere better. You don't mention it here. 30 years you'd been there, though. That's bad, isn't it? I hope you found somewhere better and you're in a and you're in a good position. Uh, yeah, if I could just help in that tiny little way, that's that's a good thing, I guess, isn't it? Yeah, bad. Sorry to hear that, mate. If you just cancel a direct debit, it means you still have the license but aren't paying for it. It's different if you were cancelling monthly direct debit for a monthly subscription, but the TV license is annual. I cancelled via the TVL website and got a refund because I got rid of my TV. So far, no hassle from them. Yet, yeah, if you do pay by direct debit, you tend to pay in advance. So you can cancel your TV license by just cancelling direct debit. But give them a call. Phone them up because you're probably going to get a bit of a refund. You will. So yeah, if, if you pay by payment card or something like that and you, you're not paying in advance, you can just knock it on the head if you want to cancel it. But if you pay by direct debit, it is worth giving them a call. They're quite helpful on the phone as well. I haven't heard a lot of horror stories about the people on the phone. They tend to be quite helpful because I've worked in a call centre briefly and I know that you've got a board up with how many calls are coming in and uh, you, you need to get through them. You're targeted for the amount of calls. Targeted for sales, we also targeted for the amount of calls. So they, if they know they're not going to get any money off you, they want to get you processed. So yeah, give them a call. You might get a refund. If I get my own place, I will never pay for a TV license. Sadly, I still will live with my mum who watches the BBC constantly. Don't be in a rush. Don't be in a rush to move out. I st wish I still live with my mum. She kicked me out quite late. As I said earlier in the video, the old man got here. We got better. And um, they decided to, to emigrate to Bulgaria because the money they had left in the equity and everything give them a good life out there. So that's what I did. So I come home from work one day and she's like, pack your stuff, son. You're out, mate. Go find yourself somewhere to live. Don't be in a rush to move out of your mum's house. If this just stops randomly, it's because the battery meter on the camera has just started flashing red. So if this just ends abruptly, yeah, soz. I really do wish a lot of people would stop paying for the license. Want to see how they'll enforce it en masse. It may force them to pack it up finally. Yeah, as I said earlier in the video, the more people that cancel, when you get a really high evasion rate or a high not paying rate, that's when change comes in. It'd be interesting to see what change, what change did come in. But yeah, I think a lot of people are saying it's, it's growing. It is growing. Like five, six years ago when I started doing this, it's quite a niche thing. I was getting shot down by the other people in the, in the game. And um, yeah, it's, it's moved on a lot. It's getting bigger. Quite like your open format, but like you, I can't stand Twitter at all. Keep the news coming. You make it all relevant and easier to understand and you do look tall in that kitchen. Yeah, I really did. When I watched that back, I was like, bloody hell, I'm not, I'm not that tall. I'm just under six foot. I'm not that tall. It made me look like a giant, didn't it? Hi, John. Love the new format and the title made me smile. I make a salad. Ha ha. Anyway, greens from Cornwall. Oh, and license free for four years now. Oh, I love Cornwall. I dated a girl for a while um, and her family came from Bude. She was up here going to university. It's a while back. And uh, her family lived in Bude in Cornwall. I went down there to visit. Oh, I could, I could move to Cornwall 
tomorrow. Funny I could find work down there. What a beautiful year. We're very lucky living in Cornwall. And thanks for liking the video. It's a new thing for me. I normally just sit quite formal with the green screen and everything. But I'm quite enjoying making the videos like this.